I'm using kind of a different platform, so it is gonna, I guess it's just gonna have that in the background, but <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Queens, how are y'all? Welcome to Queen You Are Built for This, the podcast. I am your host and steward, Shatwaya Perry, and I have with me tonight my special guest, Dr. Tanico. How are you tonight? I, I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> So tonight we are once again talking about queens and scars, healing from past hurts and embracing forgiveness. And let's start with where are you? Tell us a little bit about Dr. T. Nico. Where are you from? I am from um, Columbia, South Carolina. I'm, I'm an educator. Um, I've been an educator for 23 years and I am currently um making me a pivot into um my i've always had my own business running my own business and doing consulting and podcasting so i'm making a pivot in my older age as they say <laughs> i understand i understand and i'm excited because i have gotten a chance to watch a few snippets i'll be honest i have to go back and watch um all of the episodes but i'm i go in and i get me give me some nuggets real quick because i'm 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 on the go like a lot so but from what i've heard i've enjoyed and i really like the um i think it was the second episode you were talking about self-awareness in relationships and is don't mind pardon me for taking the assumption of saying that um awareness and um self-awareness excuse me in relationships also plays a part in if you've been healed from past relationships um or past hurts and past hurts in other relationships as well as being able to embrace forgiveness in order to be able to be self-aware in other relationships as well so did you want to talk a little bit about that like give us a a little background on the episode that you did because i actually really enjoyed it um yeah so i did a two-part episode one we were talking about um self-awareness and relationships and how um, what is the most important relationships you have? Um, are they with your with your friendships? Uh, we talked about have you ever lost yourself in a relationship? And then lastly, we talked about do you think the church have prepared you for relationships? And how are we going to prepare this next generation to be self-aware um, and not to make some of the mistakes that we did, but to have healthy, happy relationships, whether they're uh, marriages, friendships, work working relationship business partners but just um not allowing the past um of who you thought you were um to dictate the relationships that you are in now and so um it was a great time i had um a guest on um heather singleton and so um it was amazing and um i got a lot of feedback from <laughs> that episode actually 
And I, I, I love that because if you if you're not aware of who you are, if you're not um and sometimes we're not in a place to know if we're aware of who we actually are, if we've been healed, if we've if we've let go of some stuff, if if um it is let me say for a young person who's married, myself, you know, being young and being married, I'm 35, going on 36 in a couple of months, and I got married in my late 20s. So there's a lot of, I can say, past hurts when it comes to relationships that, and not even fully, I guess, from things that I myself experienced, but just from being witness to different experiences around me that was like, that I didn't realize I needed to be healed from seeing not the best relationship or or seeing you know experiences that weren't necessarily the best that made me look at marriage and relationships a certain type of way. By the time I got old enough to desire to be in a relationship myself, so I would say um so I want to hear um I want to hear your story. How um how does this topic relate to you um forgiveness i've had to forgive a lot um in my life i am um 47 no 48 i will be 49 (laughs) this year um and so i went through a period um, of time where i um was actually had just harbored unforgiveness towards family members um past relationships i've been in and I had to really work through that. So one of the things, um, my mother was murdered when I was younger, about 11 years old. Um, she went away on Valentine's, went away on Valentine's Day, and we never saw her again. Um, and so I had to work through um, just that whole whole situation of how I would um, heal, how I would grieve how i would even be upset with um having to hey this is my life now i don't have a mom um having to be raised by my grandmother and so that kind of made me a girl who um kind of got into relationships that were not the best for me because i was seeking um the love that i thought that i needed from my mom and so that kind of is how my journey began and so i got into um, relationships that I shouldn't have gotten into that just kind of caused me a lot of hurt and pain when it comes down to just um, thinking that they were going to be this true and faithful to me and I they just weren't but I wasn't true and faithful to myself you know I just was looking for someone to be something that they really could not be and so when I look back now um, you know when you're 19 and 20 you are just doing what you think a 19 or a 20 year old is doing without guidance, without being mothered, as I like to say, I was just making my own decisions. And so um, as I got older, I, I got into a situation with someone, we dated for a long time off and on. And so when I became a Christian, I decided, hey, we're not gonna um, be sleeping together. This is what not, this is not what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't that way for him. He didn't just, he, he just couldn't stand that I was going to tell him no. And so he decided that he wanted to force himself on me. 
And so that was a very difficult thing for me to get over, um, for me to even, even have to get over. But I ended up getting over that situation. I had a lot of prayer and healing. Um, I went through a lot. And I think even once time we started, you know, talking to each other, we made amends. And I think one time he said, how did you forgive me? I said, I don't know how I did it. It was only the grace of God um, that I was able to forgive you um, and to really heal from that. Um, and so that took a lot for, for me to really forgive. And so I've learned, even if you don't get an apology, even if you don't get what you think you should be told, um, the, the reconciliation that you want, um, you have to forgive for yourself because it was just causing me to be bitter and just angry all the time, just not a happy person. Um, and so I had to really work. I had to pray. I had to fast. I had to just um, really learn what true forgiveness was like. And I had to go through steps of healing, cycles of healing from different areas. When something, when I discovered um, something else was there, I had to go through all over again. Um, because sometimes I tell people, a lot of people don't heal because healing isn't easy. It's, right. It hurts, <laughs> but yeah. it's worth it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it definitely, depending on the on the trauma, the betrayal, and 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 the hurt, it is very um, painful. I, I, my mind wanted to say dangerous, but uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Forgiveness is not dangerous, but when you're comfortable, it can make you feel like it is dangerous. I mm -hmm. can say that. I, I can definitely say that it can make your flesh can make you feel like it's a very dangerous thing to go mm -hmm. through. Um, and I do understand what you mean about saying when you said you harbored a lot of unforgiveness towards individuals in different situations. Um, because I actually lived in a place where I'd rather be angry. Mm -hmm. I, I, I actually lived in a place where I'd rather be angry. And that way, if I'm already angry, if I'm already in this place of hurt, you can't hurt me. You can't make me angry because I'm already there. And when I tell you that moment that God was like, we're not going to do this anymore. It, we're, I, I need you to let all of that go. I need when I started to go through that process of, of letting go of childhood hurts, letting go of childhood disappointments, of um, not really having a relationship with my dad, of forgiving my mom for working so much that I felt like I barely had a relationship with her, for um, forgiving my uncles for touching me and, and because I've had to go through molestation in my in my past. So when I say that moment that God was like, I'm going to take this. Oh, and you don't need that right there. Um, and this right here. Yeah, come on and give me that. And I had to go through that healing process and that deliverance. Oh, my goodness. I felt uncomfortable afterwards because I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. I, was I was no longer self-aware because for me, I'm me and that angry girl we were best friends that that was me you couldn't tell me that that wasn't me but 
that moment that God removed all of that stuff from me, it was like, who am I? And, and when he removed it from me, I was a newlywed I, and I did not know how to function in my marriage because I didn't know who I was anymore. I'm like, who am I? I don't, I don't even know how to be a wife to you because I don't even know who I am right now. And that, that was a whole, a whole thing that I'm like, and I'm grateful to God. I am at that time. My flesh was like, I don't know why you did this. I don't know why we agreed to do this. I don't know. I was happy and I was comfortable in my anger and in my hurt and, and sadness and in disappointment because can't nobody disappoint me or make me angry if I'm already there. Mm-hmm. But that moment that God is like, no, that's, that's not healthy. Not only is it not healthy, but how are you going to do what I need you to do? How, how are you going to, how are you going to be who I've called you to be? If you won't let, you have to let it go. It's, it's time to walk in a new direction and in a new path and allow me to heal you and not for them. <laughs> because when you said that that forgiveness is for you, it's not it's not for you. It's not for them necessarily. I mean, they benefit from it. But that that forgiveness is so that you can do what God and operate how God called you to operate whether it's in business and family and ministry, just in life in general, you can't function. Um, I have a few scriptures that I'm going to, um, that I'm going to try to go through. I'm probably not going to go through all of them um, in this short amount of time, but I have a, a few of them. And Psalm 130, um, the 147th number of Psalm 3rd verse, it says he heals the brokenhearted and he binds their binds up their wounds. I'm reading from the New International Version, but that's what he did. He for you, he healed, he healed your brokenheartedness of your of the loss of your mom and and learn how to function. How do you be Tanico without your mom? How do you, how do you, um, there are certain experiences and I know that you're grateful for your grandmother, um, but it's like those certain relationships, that certain bond that you were missing out of and God was able to restore you and to heal you even from that. And I'm so sorry about the, the relate, the, the situation and the relationship. I, nobody has to should have to go through that i mean that basically makes you feel like what is my no you know Mm -hmm. what 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 does my i'm like what does my no mean you know Mm -hmm. if if my no does not actually mean no what exactly does it mean how Mm -hmm. how do you get past i said this is not what i wanted any longer and then you decide that this is not this is not an acceptable um, answer. And especially when you're young, I'm, I'm. For me, I was just learning what my no meant. 
you know, my mom is teaching me no means no. And if someone's touching you, then, you know, and then don't get me started on having to forgive my mom because she had to go to work and I still had to go back over to the uncle's houses. Mm -hmm. And I still had to be around them and I still had to look at them and try to understand as a kid, Mm -hmm. why am I still here? And then you can't really say too much. So my recourse was to follow behind my grandmother, like everywhere, because I didn't want you to mess with me. And I didn't want to feel unsafe or uncomfortable. And then I didn't want to get in trouble because I have to be around you. Because my other recourse is to try to go outside and play all day long, literally try to find different things to do. So I did not have to be left in the same vicinity of individuals. So I wanted to touch on when you said um, that he asked you, how did you forgive him? And let me see, I'm trying to make sure that I'm working this correctly. I'm sorry, I'm getting my my thoughts together. But I kind of wanted to touch on that moment. You, You said something very significant is even if you don't get an apology, even if you, even if that person never comes in, because we want to talk about what happens if a person doesn't acknowledge the fact that you felt like they've harmed you or they've wronged you. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what is your take? What would you? And now that has been, I've had that experience where um, the person just have not admitted that they were wrong. They just gave me why they felt they needed to do that and didn't acknowledge that they were wrong. And so um, it was very hard and very hurtful because I felt like my feelings didn't matter. What was the use in telling you how I felt or what you did because you weren't gonna even acknowledge it. But I had to learn that people um, see things from the scope of what the lenses that they have. And so sometimes um, they might not even think or realize that what they're doing is harming others. Um, Of course, you know, when it's molestation or it's physical abuse, but just sometimes the words that people say or um, just the situations that you've had to live through with them, sometimes they say that's the best that I can do and not even acknowledge that that's who you are. So in those times, I had to just kind of pray Um, I always have confessions, number one, because sometimes when those things happen to you, you constantly second guess who you are, you second guess your worth, you second guess, are you valuable? You know, are you worthy of love? Like, you know, how could these things happen to me? Um, You know, if I'm number one, um, if God loves me and things like that. So I had to really work on one, knowing who I was and knowing that um, God didn't cause these things to happen to me. And so I had to really work on that. I had to, I would say, um, I had to really kind of forgive God in, in a sense. Um, just like, mm-hmm. how could you let this happen to me? You know, you know what I've been through. And so I had to really, um, realize that God didn't allow those things to happen to me, that people have free wills, People have, you know, they they have a free will. So 
they do those things that right. are evil, but it, it's not about um, God allowing it to happen because people have a free will to do what they want to do. But I do know that um, God is there. And I always knew that he was there with me, um, comforting me and letting me know that no matter what, I'm with you. And so those are the things that helped me through having a um, a relationship where I'm constantly talking to God, where we are talking, where we're communing, where I'm allowing him to affirm who I am and knowing that I'm his daughter and that, hey, you can get, we're getting through this together. So those are the things that kind of help me when people don't want to acknowledge they're wrong or they don't want to um, admit that they've done anything wrong. Um, sometimes they just may be embarrassed. They may um, not even want to say that they were that person to even do that. Um, so they kind of disassociate themselves with the things or they put it out of their mind. Sometimes they'd be like, oh, I don't remember that. Or, oh, that that didn't happen. But it did happen. Um, so I had to just kind of deal with it for me. Am I going to heal? Am I going to forgive this person? Am I going to allow them to keep having this hold and grip? Because when I got in their presence, um, you know, everything about me would change. <laughs> My mm -hmm. attitude would change. Um, I would become that same person at the moment in which it happened. And so I couldn't do that any longer. I had to um, learn to li live and breathe and thrive. And if I wanted to have a great life, if I wanted to have the life that God had for me, I had to do it healed and whole and free. Um, and so that's um, what it took. It took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of um, communing with God and talking to God and letting, um, developing that relationship where I know without a shadow of a doubt who he is to me and what he's called me to be and the woman that he's called me to be. Um, and so that took years. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. It took years. It took years. <laughs> I understand. Um, I do have a question for you in the chat. I'm going to put it up on the screen. I don't know if you can see. It says, how does one become self-aware enough to be forgive? Um, well, I would say one... Uh, when you realize that you want something different. And so I would always say, I want, I wanted something more. I wanted something different. So as I started discovering who I was as a person, realizing I wasn't that angry girl anymore, I wasn't a victim anymore, I started to um, pull off the layers of the trauma. You know, I can't live in the trauma of, the little motherless girl anymore, or I couldn't live in the trauma of the girl who um, was promiscuous, the church girl who put on a mask so no, everyone thought she was perfect, but really she wasn't. Um, all of those things that I've done to mask who I was, I got tired. And so when I got tired, I went on a journey to discover who I was, who really is Taniko. Um, outside of what people told me I was, outside of what um, the environments I was in tried to make me believe I was, I had to figure out who I was and what I was called to. And so when I did that, I realized that, you know what, I need to forgive. 
I need to forgive in order to be free because it gets kept a hold on me. Anytime I would think about I might see that person or I was in a place where I may see that person. So I had to just be aware that mm-hmm. I had to forgive. It was just like something inside of me saying after having counseling and talking, you know, just learning that I have to take control of what my destiny is going to be instead of the people who've done these things to me and that keep letting them hold me in bondage. I would be going fine and then I would see them. They would trigger me. I would be right back. So I right. needed to keep going. And so that's what really caused me to be self-aware. Um, someone had to help me. Um, counseling helped me. Um, spiritual counseling helped me. Having accountability partners, um, people that noticed, you know, how I would shift my attitude when I saw people that may have hurt me or um, I may need it to forgive. And so it took counseling, it took prayer, and it took people that were accountable to help me realize that I needed to be aware of who I was. Um, And so that's what it was because it's always hindsight. In the middle of it, you don't think, you know, you just, you're in the pain in the moment. But when you get out of it and you start your healing journey, that's when you really realize I need to forgive. Um, and so that that's kind of how I began, be, started to become self-aware um, from therapy um, and just kind of discovering who I was as a person. Amen. She said that is so good. And I, I love that. And one of the things that I advocate for um, through my podcast, especially in the African-American community, is mental health do not be afraid to seek out help if you need it. It does not make you weak. It does not make you less than. It does not mean that you're crazy or anything else like that. Sometimes you need an unbiased opinion to just listen to Mm -hmm. so that you can get all of that weight and all of that stress off of you. And when it comes to forgiveness, sometimes you do need to go that extra route, that go that extra mile and say, okay, I'm not okay. I am absolutely not okay. I've 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 prayed, I've I've tried to read my Bible, I've tried to do what the Bible says about forgiving 70 times seven. Um I've um but every time I see somebody that hurt me, I'm triggered. Every time a name gets brought up and Mm -hmm. they could be talking about somebody totally different, but the name got brought up and now I'm going spiraling under Mm -hmm. out of control thinking about what this person who had the same name did to me five years ago. And it's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that you need a little bit extra push. Because that's why people are in place. If you find you somebody that's trustworthy, like you said, find you accountability partners, find you somebody who's going to not just pray for you, but they're going to pray with you. And 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 when I say pray with you, I mean, stop what they're doing right then and there because your content has changed and they say, oh, no, let's turn on the I'm not even going to turn on the worship music. We're just going to start worshiping right here, right now. We're going to pray right here, right now, because whatever that is, it got to go. Mm-hmm. When you when you find you somebody, find you spiritual counseling who's trustworthy, 
meaning godly counsel. As and if you're not sure what that looked like, ask God to show you what that looked like because He will and He will lead you to them so that you have who you need for you so that you're able to be free. Because it's not God's will that anybody be walking in unforgiveness and hurt and and just tied down. Just imagine yourself just tied down with chains and on those chains are more chains and on those chains are even more chains and every chain is heavier than the last chain. To you, you're walking around just fine, but in the spirit, that's what it looks like. And, and you're not moving, not as you should be moving, not the way that God wants you to move. I don't know, I'm just this picture. I just started seeing this picture in my mind of, of what I look like, you know. And yes, it's not the will of God that you should be bound. Thank you for that. It's, it's, it's absolutely not. It's, it's not his will that any should perish. And whether that's perishing from unforgiveness, of being in bondage, if whether that's perishing for lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, whatever it is, it's not God's will that you perish in it. So God's will is definitely that we have life and that and we have it more abundantly and that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. And the way that we prosper and be in health and even as our soul prosper is that we walk in forgiveness and Another one of the scriptures is, um, let me see, I missed this one. First Peter chapter four, verse eight. Above all, love each other dip, deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Now, listen, I know that that is easier said <laughs> than done in a lot of situations. I know that it oh. is. But trust me when I say when you get to that place where you know what I love you, it's okay. Yeah. You, I when you start to learn the character of the people that are surrounding you, <clears throat> because sometimes you have to learn the character of the person. Is this person always trying to be malicious towards me? If the answer is no, then they're not actually doing anything to purposely cause you hurt. And when you learn that certain, certain moments, forgiveness gets easier. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is something that you have to practice on a, on a regular basis. Yes. <laughs> forgiveness. I had to practice forgiveness. Okay. You ate my cookies. Okay. All right. I forgive you. You 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 borrowed my shoes without asking me. Okay, I'm upset, but I forgive you. You know, sometimes you have to take baby steps. Like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll mention, I'll mention the cookies. Why? Because with me, I, it was baby steps. When you walk, when I walk in anger, everything tipped me off. It didn't matter what it was. How dare you? And why would you? Those are my two favorite sayings. How dare you and why would you? Now, you know who I am. Why would you choose to do this? But when you start to walk in forgiveness and you start learning forgiveness, forgiveness 
one, yes, it's baby steps. It's not going to automatically just one day you wake up and, oh, I forgive you and I forgive you and I forgive you. And that thing that you did two years ago, I forgive that. It's, it's never, I do not want anybody to be deceived <laughs> because God is not mocked. You forgive for some people, forgiveness might be that easy and it really might be that simple. And I praise God. But for some people, forgiveness is an every day you have to make the choice to mm -hmm. forgive. Just like the person, just like someone made a choice to hurt you, you have to make a choice to forgive them and let it go. It's not for them, it's not to, to excuse the fact that it happened. Is not to um is is not to excuse the behavior mm -hmm. at all, but it's for you to be able to grow and become who God has called you to be. Did you have anything else you wanted to? No, I when I when I think about um that scripture, I think about. You know, even when we go through things um, and sometimes we think people should be there for us in a certain way um, and they're not, we have to learn how to forgive them um, as well. Um, I think about there was a situation with me and a few of my friends. And at that moment, I was just so depressed. Um, I didn't know. It was just a dark place in my life. And so they weren't used to seeing me that way. They were used to seeing me this happy bubbly person and so they didn't know how to handle me not being happy they didn't right. know how to handle me being somber and um when i was in it i just felt like they should be there for me um how i'm there for them you know i'm the friend mm -hmm. you know if i sense that you have a tone in your voice oh i'm gonna be in the car and i'm coming to see about you um, right. And so I just thought that that would happen, that that same thing would happen. But I had to realize that um, some people just didn't have the capacity for what I was going through. And he put other people in my life um, who really didn't even know me that well to be there for me um, during that time. And so, you know, sometimes when I look at it like that, I think about, you know, maybe um, I was a person to be there for them, but God used somebody else to be there for me. And so that helped me when it came down to just friendships, um, how to navigate them, how to realize that sometimes, you know, you have to tell people what you need and not just assume that they know what you want and not even verbalize that, not even say that. And then you're leaving hurt, you're having um, animosity, you're not forgiving them. It's because you haven't even um, said what you needed for them, and you've already taken the stance that they, you know, that they abandon you, and so you're holding this in your heart, and you just um, are not moving forward. But sometimes you have to take some type of accountability for how you want your life to be when it comes in terms of forgiveness and realizing that some people don't even really know that they've hurt you. They just were there for you in the best way they can when it comes to sometimes some of your friendships, when it comes to forgiveness. Oh, that's that, that's so good because that's very true. Sometimes you get hurt and the person and the person absolutely don't know that they hurt you. That is, that's, 
that is extremely true and it's because you didn't verbalize you you didn't communicate what you needed and i can say that i'm guilty of that i i have been guilty of that in the past thankfully i'm not i'm not that same way i've learned how to verbalize and to communicate what i need and mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that um, I love to have episodes about stuff that I that I've gone through, so that I can help others to navigate or uh, learn to navigate how to go about certain things. So the mistakes that I made, or the the choices that I made in the past, that they don't have to make those same choices, and they don't have to have to learn the hard lessons. Wait. Mm -hmm the same way that I had to learn the hard lessons. And so one of the things that I had to learn before is you do have to learn how to verbalize and communicate. And sometimes that's not easy. That in this in and of itself is not easy to verbalize what you need from individuals or or how or the help that you need. Mm -hmm. And that takes me to um, kind of like the next part. I'm going to segue into what the next episode is going to be a little bit, but um, and it does have a lot to deal with the self-awareness, but forgiveness of self mm -hmm. in past hurts. Is there anything that you have to forgive yourself for, for allowing yourself to be in situations that you know that you shouldn't have been in. Because sometimes a lot of that stems from things that we did to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not not every part of it, but sometimes we play a part in that in that that level of forgiveness of uh, and especially when it comes to self-awareness. Do you forgive yourself for the things that you allowed yourself to go through that you had a choice in? So what do, what is your take on the level of self of, um, forgiveness? Because I know self-forgiveness is a hard one. That one was a hard one for me. That I think yeah, self-forgiveness yeah. was harder. Self-forgiveness was harder for me than actual forgiveness of other people, actually. Yes, I would say that is really hard sometimes, especially when you're the type of person that um it's like a, um, I would say, I would call it the people pleaser or want to always be seen in a certain way. Um, when you do things that you feel have let others down or even yourself down, that can sometimes be difficult to um, navigate. I, you know, especially um, it could be certain situations. I know for me, um, getting pregnant out of wedlock, that was a big um, deal for me. Forgiving myself for that was just a lot. Um, not wanting to forgive myself for even being in the situation, putting myself in that situation. Um, it was a lot to forgive myself, but I had to forgive myself in order to keep going forward, in order to know that um, your mistakes don't define who you are. Um, mm -hmm. your mistakes are a part of your journey. They're a part of your learning process. They're a part of the lessons that you can learn. They're a part of, um, sometimes your purpose and what you have to share with others. And so I had to learn those lessons in my life to not 
um, allow um, past hurt, um, shame, blame, guilt, and regret um, kind of goes along with when you don't want to forgive yourself. You're always feeling shame. You're always feeling regret. You're always blaming yourself for everything. And so the more you stay within that, um, you keep going on a journey of attracting that to yourself. The more you keep saying it, the more, you know, what a person thinks in his heart, so is he. Even though you might be saying great things out of your mouth about yourself, but what you actually believe in your heart about yourself is the things that you're going to manifest. Because your your mind doesn't know if it's good or bad. What you keep telling yourself over and over, the confessions you make in your inward self is what determines the outcome you're going to have you know and i see it all the time people might we may be in church and we're always making confessions and we see some people make these confessions and i'm telling you they you just see things turn around and some people make these same confessions year after year after year but they don't believe it they're not they're not saying it inward they haven't made it a part of their who they are a part of their spirit a part of their mind, a power of their heart. They haven't made those things a part of them. And so that's why sometimes they don't, you know, they're not thinking in their heart. So that's what they're not. They're, they're really saying one thing, but their heart is far away from those things. And so um, being able to forgive yourself will cause your, your confession and what you're believing to line up with each other and so i always tell people that all the time if you don't forgive yourself what you're saying out of your mouth and what you're actually believing will not line up to give you the results that you want so you have to truly forgive yourself and align with what you're saying in order for that to you know to really be the manifestation of what's going to happen in your life and what god wants to come forth in your life um and so that's kind of how i Think about forgiveness of self that is necessary for you to be all that you can be for God, for yourself, for the people in your life, because you'll keep living yourself, keep living your life in this cycle of shame and regret. And when anyone brings up your past, it'll bring you back to that same place, except for, you know, say, hey, that was my past, but this is me now. And so when you don't forgive yourself, it kind of takes you, it just keeps pulling you back to that place. And so forgiving yourself is probably one of the most important things you can do because if you don't forgive yourself, um, sometimes it's hard to really truly even um, love yourself if you can't mm. forgive yourself. You can't receive the love of God because you feel like you're unworthy. You're feeling like, oh, this can't be real. You keep saying you're missing something. It's because you haven't let that wall down to receive the love that you're supposed to receive from God. Um, and so uh, for self-forgiveness is, is a big thing. Yes, it definitely is. It, it definitely is. And with that is also the releasing of self-condemnation with that as well, because when you don't forgive yourself, you are receptive to self-condemnation, self-rejection, um, self-sabotaging behavior, which we touched on. That was the last series that we did with self-sabotaging um, behavior. And that's another reason why I went into forgiveness after that um, series is because after you have recognized the fact that you do have self-sabotaging behavior and that you are facing limiting the limiting beliefs your next step 
is you you well for me my next step was finding out what happened in my past what do i need to forgive how do i what do i need to go from there and that was that was for me my next step and so i just wanted to once again create a safe place a safe platform for others to be able especially women african american community to be able to know that you have a safe place you know with everything all of the craziness and all of the the trending um all of that stuff that's going on worldly wise that you have somewhere that's a safe place that's going to build you up to uplift you encourage you to be all the guy has called you to be and, and being said i thank you all for joining us tonight i thank you dr tanika for coming i really enjoyed you and i appreciate you please remember queens remember 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 that you were built for this i love you all and until next time you all have an awesome awesome night You got to be bold, cause you're beautiful. You got to be strong, cause you're wonderful. You got to have faith, to have wisdom.